0: Positional rankings are back, guys, and we're going to break down my top 10 cornerbacks. Who is that number one? Nate Wiggins from Clemson. Why is that? I'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.
1: You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our every single day. As I'm your boy Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos you can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout and a senior draft analyst, and I got to kick this introduction over to my guy, Mr. LSU himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on X at the talent code. Keep talk to him, baby?
1: What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, 2019 National Champ with those LSU Tigers, man, and the other side to this dynamic duo that we like to call the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, where we talk everything college football, we talk everything NFL football, because what it all starts with the NFL Draft, man. So I want to say shout out to our everydayist, thank you for tapping in, man, and I want to shout out our first timers, right, because we see this YouTube channel is growing, draft season is kicked off, we have some new listeners, I want to say thank you for tapping in with us. Man, listen, DP, we said we're talking about top 10 cornerbacks, right? We have Josh Allen, we have Patrick Mahomes, we have Lamar Jackson, we have Brock Purdy, we have Justin Herbert. all of these quarterbacks throwing the football all over the field. We need some defenders to stop them, right? So we're going to talk about the top 10 cornerbacks. We're talking about draft prospects. So we're going to get into that list from DP. This is his top 10 list I'm going to be a little critical. I'm going to jump in there and I'm going to ask some questions, man. We're going to have some fun with this thing. But DP, before we get started, man, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor?
0: This episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a uh, locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right, Keith, you said you're going to be critical, right? You know, yeah, you don't be don't critical. Give me too we're going to have this
1: to conversation. conversation.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we're going to talk about it, right? My top 10 cornerbacks, just my initial rankings right now. And like we do, you know, I went a little bit too far down, too far down, but we're going to start, go one through, one through, uh one through four. Number one, Nate Wiggins. We kind of talked about him, you know, about a month or so ago, when we did this or that, him or Kool-Aid, and I stuck with Nate Wiggins as my highest graded corner as of right now. Uh, and number two, on Arnold jumps Kool-Aid McKinstry. Uh, Tarion Arnold, cornerback out of Alabama. Number three, Kool-Aid McKinstry, the other cornerback out of Alabama. And number four, Cooper Dijon, cornerback out of Iowa. Keith, what do you want to start here inside this top four?
1: DP, my job is not done, man. My job is not done. And I and I thought I did my job, right? And what I thought I successfully did was to convince you that either or one of these Alabama cornerbacks, right? And I was hoping that it was Terriano Arnold because we did the this or that segment, right? And you chose Kool-Aid McKinstry versus Nate Wiggins. But I was hoping that on Arnold's theme right? I, I know you checked out the film. I know you got excited. It was like, you know, I really like this guy. I thought my work was done as far as convincing you that he was CB1, but I see with the list, DP. You unveiling the list, I see with the list. My work yet is not done, but that's okay, it's only late January, DP. It's only late January, I'm gonna keep working at it. But man, just I want to ask you this because we did a this or that segment with Nate Wiggins versus Kool Aid McKinstry. You chose Nate, you explained it. Nate Wiggins versus Terrion on. ask you why Nate over Terrion.
0: Uh, I think the the size and and the size length the body type for me is what like what really gets me with him you know out of these two guys because i think about like i said watching nate over his career watch him go up against a lot of bigger body you know some of those bigger body receivers we watch him against the six seven johnny wilson i watched him i remember watching him in the summer from 2020 and how he how well he handled johnny wilson how well he handled keon coleman when those when it was kind of playing the ball in the air. And I think those two type of guys, I think Terrion will be able to stick with them and be in the hip pocket. But I think he could ultimately lose at the catch point. So for me at the catch point, I prefer uh Nate Wiggins. I think Terrion, I think he might have the better hands out of the out of the two. Both of them will break passes up, but for me it was like with Nate Wiggins, both of them really good athletes. Uh Terrion on a, maybe the best mover in terms of change of direction. Footwork, hips, everything. But for I think the size played a big factor for me and for Nate Wiggins, just watching him battle with those guys that I'm expecting him to have to see at the next level. The, you know, the, 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 the Darren Wallers, when he goes out wide and plays big wide receiver, right? Like, the you know, even the Travis Kelsey, because I've seen Nate Wiggins guard some tight ends as well. He covers a multitude of guys where I think with Terry Arnold, the size may limit him in that regard just a little bit. Yeah, I, I
1: want to ask you real quick when we wrap up the Nate Wiggins part of this. Who is a good comp for Nate Wiggins in your eyes? Because obviously you're gonna get the AJ Terrell comp, but I, I don't think that that's the perfect comp for him, right? I, you know, but he's gonna be a highly rated cornerback, highly drafted guy coming out of Clemson. Everybody's gonna want to throw that name around, but I don't necessarily know if that's the name that I, I particularly like with him. So when you just give a comp, do you have an NFL comp
0: for him? It's crazy, Keith, because I typically always try to think of a comp when I'm watching a guy. I have not thought about that for Nate right. Wiggins for whatever reason. <laughs> like I've never, th- I have not thought about it. But I'm going to, I'm definitely going to rack my brain on that because cornerbacks is like cornerbacks is sometimes difficult to comp because it's like you got to think about body types, like skill wise stuff like that. But I got to think about that one.
1: I'm not gonna, All right, cool, 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 cool. Well, now we can keep on talking about two and three, right? And, and this is kind of a rare situation where you have two cornerbacks from the same school talking about alabama right on kool-aid mckinstry both at this point i feel like Terrion is not a, a hidden gym anymore everybody's no. on him right like everybody's jumped should be right everybody's jumped onto the bandwagon so you could potentially have two first round corners um come from the same exact school what, what was splitting differences with Terrion on and kool-aid mckinstry um as far as ranking Terrion at two and the kool-aid at three
0: man i, I think the the, the pure cover skills for me goes to, to Terry Right. And I feel like Terry also plays the ball better in the air, even though Kool-Aid, I, I think when we talked about it, I said, man, I feel like Kool-Aid looks taller and it looks like he has longer arms than Terry on, but I feel like Terry plays bigger than Kool-Aid, you know, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So like, you know, and then like I said, the pure coverage ability, the, the pure athleticism, agility, everything i remember i think when his, his trainer uh you know somebody dropped a clip of him you know training and just doing working on his the stuff you're gonna see him do at the combine right the w drill and all that type like the the way he can flip his hips and move and turn and then he's i mean i think kool Aid's is good in the run game too but again terry plays with a little bit more oomph in my opinion than, than kool-aid even though i think kool-aid's a bigger guy
1: yeah, I, I I agree with that. Then to wrap this up, man, you have Cooper DeJean out of Iowa at cornerback four, and and just with that conversation, I I some people still want to know who is Cooper, right? Like, I, and I know he profiles what right around six foot six one ish. Um, but what, being cornerback four, you're probably still a potential first round pick, right? I I think mm-hmm. you can kind of say that. So, wh- where do you see him going? What type of situation you think fits best for uh, Cooper DeJean?
0: man for for cooper I, I think he's gonna be a really good i mean I know a lot of people keith have, have you know just they've labeled this young man a a a safety right and they're like, yeah, he's playing safety and I'm like, not for me uh, i don't need him to I, you know what i mean like i i can i absolutely feel comfortable at six one two oh seven like and he's a straight line he's a good straight line athlete man to man he's gonna be more of a big body matchup guy right you know you want to match him against the courtland sutton's you want to match him up against some of these bigger frame wide receivers who don't run the who's not the twitchiest or most explosive but in most coverage situations i'm putting them in cover three you know what i mean i want his back to the to, to the sideline i want his eyes forward reading the action that's in front of him and watch him click and close and then he makes plays on the football he's a reliable tackler as well high instincts strong athletic A lot, no, putting him in man may not be the best thing all game. It's going to be more situational based. But when I watch him, man, this is a really good football player. And like I said, again, he may be built like a safety. You say, hey, I I love him as a strong safety. Put him in the box. Man, let him play corner. Put him in cover three. I also think he can cover some tight ends as well.
1: Okay, no, and and I agree with you on the tight end part. And I think that'll be the interesting point. And I think also, too, maybe with Cooper, you play him at corner, but then allow him to play some safety also, right? Like just kind of do right. some hybrid type situations, depending on what the what the DBs look like for whatever specific team he decides to, to go to. But DP, I think it's safe to say that that's kind of like tier one-ish, right, of the corners. But I want to jump into tier two, right, because still valuable guys. And we still have a – I think this class has a lot of nickels, um, nickel corners in this class, a lot of playmakers. So I'm interested to see how you rank those guys. So coming up next, man, we're about to get into this next tier of cornerbacks.
0: Passion, drive, patience. Covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or you get your money. Back Because with eBay motors, you're burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. All right, Keith. At number five, I got Toledo cornerback Quinion Mitchell, and number six, I have Missouri cornerback Ennis Rakestraw Jr. At number seven, I have Georgia cornerback Kamari Lassiter. Keith, I like, I like all three of these guys, but Quinion Mitchell, man, I'm I listen, click and close ball skills, like athletic athleticism, tough. He competes. Like I remember watching the tape, and don't get me wrong, Marvin Harrison Jr. had his moments against us. He has his moments against everybody, first of all, Okay. <laughs> like it's just that's Marvin Harrison Jr. But just to watch him battle and watch him not be not watch him not shy away from that, right? That matchup, that the, the physicality of a Marvin Harrison Jr. You're talking about getting his hands on him, playing chest to chess, playing physical. But I think it's a guy that you play off coverage, you can play off man, you could play quarters. Uh, he could play like a um a curl of flats cover two corner. The 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 versatility with him is really high for me. Like he's very versatile in terms of what you can do with him. And like I said, with his ball skills, quarterbacks gonna have to be kind of be weary when you're really targeting him because he'll make you pay if the ball is not on time and on place.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I want to ask this question because everybody's gonna talk about Toledo and get into the conversation of. He's going to the senior bowl, right? And and my mm-hmm. biggest question, and I think it's gonna be a lot of people's question, right? It's gonna be level of competition, right? Playing at Toledo, you're playing in the Mac, right? You get the what the Tuesday night, Wednesday night match matchups, right? But right. people want to, going to see are going to want to see him go up against those elite level athletes. And that that's kind of where I'm still at with Queen on, too. I want to see because he is a different type of build, right? Like when you look at him, is it's not, I guess you're prototypical. He's more the the I'm trying to think of like, Thicker cornerbacks, right? Like yeah. you potentially, like your Chris Harris's. Um, you know, just some yeah. of those old school corners that you know kind of just thicker throughout. Six and foot,
0: like he's like six foot, like almost two hundred pounds.
1: Yeah, 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 big, big, big guy. So I, I want to see him, just you know, how he moves, right? How he moves against those elite level corners, and then being able to push him vertically, and then him being able to stay in the hip pocket and stay in phase with him. So that that's one thing I'm looking for. But DP, this next guy, and it's disappointing because I'm not sure. Um, you know how much you'd be participating at the scene, but in his rakestraw, uh really want to see him, but I've heard a lot of good things about him in the film I've watched, man he he's that 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 loose, fluid, smooth corner, so him coming at number six, d p uh I want to talk about in his yeah,
0: I mean, athletic I know one you know one of his coaches texted me he was like, man, uh, you know, definitely check out my guy. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, let me know who he is. And he told me in his rakestraw, and I, like you said, smooth, fluid. A guy that could play man. Um, I think he could he could play zone as well. Listed at uh six foot one eighty-eight. I believe he's I think he is nicked up or injured, so he may not play at he may not uh participate at the senior bowl. But uh, you know, a guy that I've been told hits is gonna hit sub four four in the 40s. So you're talking about foot speed, you're talking about long speed, ability to mirror and match guys in man-to-man coverage, but also run the foot race with them, right? Uh stay stride for stride in the sprint and i think that's where you know for me is like and he's a very much a potential to to rise up in this in this class right but i think for me it's the thing that kind of i guess like separates is like the 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 ball production i think out of the out of the last 3 years since 2021 uh you know he's battled some injuries right he only i think I, if i remember correctly he only played 4 games in 2021 he played the full 13 in 2022 only played 9 games this year uh but a young man that's very good in coverage but he doesn't uh, generate a ton of turnover. So for him to be as sticky as he is, I want to kind of see that next. That's the next evolution for him, right? You know, being able to make plays at the catch point, make plays on the ball, take the ball away. You know what I mean? Because you can be he he can put himself in perfect coverage, key, perfect position. I just need to see more ball production for him going forward in the NFL.
1: Yeah, nah, for sure. DP, I'm I'm gonna ask this. Let's let's switch this up kind of mainstream, midflow, right? Can we unveil seven eight nine and ten and the reason is because the, this last segment i want to go through the entire list right you talked about mm-hmm. something as far as guys moving up and moving down i want to talk about right who who has the potential to move up and slide down the board in that last segment so i want to give us some opportunity to talk about that so dp we had Ennis rickshaw at six right then we went kamari Lasseter at seven the cornerback from georgia then you went Kalen king man from penn state you went with him at eight then you went mike sanistrile from Michigan nine, right? The guy that sealed away the national championship. And then you went TJ Tampa from Iowa state DP. It, it's a couple, one name I want to get into for sure. And that's Mike Sandrich, right? Because a lot of people have heard this guy and he's been on the high. he's been a high profile player from Michigan. And then also obviously he had the game sealing interception, right? And then Harbaugh had so many great things to say about him, but we always know that the film could be one conversation versus the media coverage could be another conversation. But I want to talk about Mike Sanastro. Who is Mike Sanistro, the player, the draft prospect that a team is going
0: to draft? Man, you're getting a leader, you're getting a guy that played played wide receiver for two years transitioned over into into the cornerback position and has not looked back. Listed at 5'10", 180 pounds. He's going to be a nickel. He plays that nickel. You think about Mike Hilton, uh, who played, spent time with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I think now is with the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL. He comps very very well and very close to that type of player. We're talking about run fits, uh, tough. He will tackle running backs in space. He does not care. This young man is very tough, gritty, feisty, uh, you know, good, you know, especially offman zone corner. He will bait quarterbacks in the throws. And and this is why I think corner quarterbacks are going to if they don't do their homework on him. This isn't your average corner where it's like the reason he's playing quarterback is he can't catch. No, he's a former wide receiver, so he will take the ball away. So Trust try him if you want, you want to. to. He tried <laughs> if you want to. He's soft-handed, he's his IQ. And again, he uses, we think about Richard Sherman, his success in the NFL of why it was was because he played two years. If I remember correctly at Stanford, his first year was at receiver. He used that knowledge of playing the position as to an advantage when he's playing corner, being able to actually read the receiver, know when the breaks coming, no know when to break himself. He uses those things. And that's what Mike Sanders still does as well. Is it football instincts, high IQ, You know, a guy that can create turnovers, but he will blitz, he will run, fit. he'll do everything, and he's extremely coachable, high-character guy, and he's a really good athlete. Because, man, you watch some of his receiver highlights, I really don't know why he switched positions, to be completely honest, because he was a good (laughs) receiver. But I get it, It's probably because the fact that Michigan don't throw the ball a lot, so he wasn't going to get drafted where you want to play in that position. But, man, I I really like Mike Simmer still. Like I said, he's probably going to be a pure nickel for a lot of teams. But, listen, this is a nickel— that that will absolutely be a force defender off the edge in the run game as well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to watch him, DP, because I haven't watched much of him at all. And like I said, ha- have heard a lot about him. Um, but definitely excited to watch with DP, let's go ahead and transition here. As you look listen, this is what we're gonna do, man. Coming up next. We, we unveiled the top 10, right? We got the top 10 out the way. Now, here come the heavy-hitting questions. I'm going to ask DP, why is this guy at five, right, and this guy at 10? I don't get it. I don't understand it, man. So coming up next, I told you at the top of the show, I was going to be a little bit critical, man. I just I had to see the list first. I had to see the entire list first. I got the list. So now we're trying to ask some questions and get some conversations going. So coming up next, man, we're about to have some fun conversations with
0: DP's top 10 cornerback list. Guys, we've wrapped up Christmas. We've wrapped up the NFL regular season, but the playoffs are here, which means there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, all right? You get one. New customers can get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. when or lose the app is super easy to use and there's so many different ways to bet like live same game parlays find bets in the new explore tab make a parlay in the parlay hub the best way to find popular parlays and so much more so Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right, Keith, what questions you got for me? Because we got the top 10, you know, revealed now.
1: Yeah, we're we, we going to start with, with Kalen King sitting at number eight. DP coming into the season, man, he was he was fighting for cornerback one, right? two why 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 eight right and then not only eight but what's the opportunity for you for him to move up
0: man it, it, he did not look like the same guy to me Keith, like just watching him in coverage like he was very sticky in coverage last year i i did i think he, he was still a sticky corner this year but it just his play kind of tapered off. Like, you know what I mean? In coverage, I didn't see the confidence level from him. He didn't make plays on the ball nearly as much. You know what I mean? Like, it, things just didn't seem... I, I don't know what what happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he he only allowed, like, I think in 2022, the passer rating he allowed in coverage was a 48.9 this year. It was an 82.4. So, like, teams felt more comfortable going at him this year. Where right. last year, it was like, man, like, be careful like he out there locking stuff down he's he's on he's on top of receivers routes breaks on the on the, on the play side shoulder he's he's right there in the hip pocket and this year it just felt like I didn't see that as much and it was very I was disappointed to be honest with you because we did have him in, in that conversation for CB1 coming into the year
1: right is, is this something where because he's going to be at the senior bowl is there something where a week of practice at the senior bowl you think can can help elevate their stock? And then how high can he go? You, do you think he put the cap on himself at second round at best? Or is this a guy that still can get into the first round? Because I just think it's so tough, right? Because part of it when you watched him was because of the athleticism, right? And explosiveness. I think in, in almost in it's in this situation of Quinion Mitchell kind of took where he was, right? I, I think in that, you know, just as far as being those, you know, kind of five eleven ish, six, you know, two hundred poundish type corners that can move appear to be explosive athletes. So, how high can he go, even with a good week at the Senior Bowl, in your opinion?
0: Man, I think good, a good week at the Senior Bowl could definitely, I, I would say, probably solidify him. And I think the measurements is going to be big for him um, to see, you know, where he measures in that arm length wise, height wise, stuff like that. I think a good week at the Senior Bowl. Puts him right around the top of the second round for sure. Uh, the back in the back end of the first is going to be tough because I think you know at the senior bowl we will see Mike Sanders still, Kalen King, Quinion Mitchell will also be there. I can't. I don't think T.J. Tampa's there. I can't remember. Is he there? Yeah.
1: He, yeah. He's coming. He's coming.
0: So he's going to be like, and you know, he's going to look a little different than Kalen King and Sanders still because he's a taller, uh, you know, bigger, uh, bigger corner. But I think a, a good week. Being able to you know gauge that athleticism, just see him play free, because um, I felt like he was thinking a lot when I was watching him on tape. I felt like he was thinking more than he was reacting. And when every time you do that, man, that's that. It's not a good thing. That's not a good sign when you when you're out there thinking and not actually playing the game as you normally would. So I want to see him just play confident, Keith. And I think if he do does that, play loose, play free, play confident. I think we can see him kind of elevate himself back up because i think right now people probably have him definitely day two i don't think he's even around that day one range at this time right now yeah
1: no and that's definitely crazy just you know just like you said where he was coming into this year but dp a guy we haven't talked about kamari lassiter man sitting at cornerback seven for you um and this is a name that i've heard all over the place right talking about second third round sixth round what are you comfortable drafting kamari lassiter um the player
0: I'm, I'm definitely comfortable with him, you know, second round, Keith. Let's that six foot, round. 180 pounds. Yeah, second round for me, I think is a good spot. I would, like, this is a, a tough, I mean, he plays for Georgia. All you know, right. So it's whatever. He's tough. Like, you know, he's tough. Like, right? he triggers downhill. I remember watching him against, um, he battled with Xavier Leggett, you know what I mean? One of our favorite receivers when, when, when Georgia faced South Carolina. And I remember they threw like a smoke screen. To, to legging and he blew legged up. And it's like I said, six foot 186 versus 6'1, one, 225 You know what I mean? Different body types, but you're talking about closing downhill. Like he he's he's a willing run defender, but he showcases he's got some physicality mid-stem to kind of throw off timing with receivers, knows how to use his hands to kind of reroute guys, you know, without getting the you know, in the NFL a legal contact flag, he's got some savviness to him where he's not grabbing and pulling and you know things of that nature but i really like what i've seen from him keith uh, i'm working on his scouting report this week as well over at the draft network this is a this is a guy i think um the combine is going to be big for him testing you know measuring in and everything but i think he's a, he's a player that gives you inside outside versatility as well that can go man to man in as, as a nickel but also out wide
1: all right well, dp look i got two questions for you man as we wrap up this show cornerback that's in the top 5 that could have the biggest fall mm-hmm. cornerback in your bottom four that could have the biggest elevation
0: man cornerback in my top five that could have the biggest fall i would say hmm, i would say quinnion mitchell okay i think that the senior bowl is going to be big for him you know what i mean because if he with the the guys that we named right mike Sanders, still Kalen king tj tampa with those guys being there also, if he doesn't go out there and play the way he did on tape, I think that could hurt him. You know what I mean? I think that could hurt him. It could drop his stock down. And the guy that, you know, I bought him four that can that has the most to gain or can rise, I think it's TJ Tampa, Keith. At six two, show- 200 pounds. Oh, uh, see that's you know the we- we- athletic
1: guy. DP, we started this show on two different levels. We ended the show on two different (laughs) levels. I don't know. I'm not sure if I see it yet, DP. I'm not sure if I see it yet.
0: For those teams, Keith, that want to play, the one-on-ones for him are going to be pivotal because I view him as more of a cover three, side saddle type corner. But, man, if he can go out there getting those one-on-ones against... These talented receivers that we're going to see down in Mobile and handle not just the big guys, but handle those smaller guys in, in, in one-on-ones and man-to-man coverage, showcase more hip fluidity and transitional fluidness. I'm just saying height, weight, arm length, speed. If he shows those in, you know, those things that we want to see in man-to-man coverage, I think he can raise his draft stock big time.
1: Okay, well, there we have it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Man, while well, I told you, we talk everything college football, NFL football, and all starts with the NFL Draft, man. I want to say shout-out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us each and every single day as this YouTube channel is growing, as this entire community is growing with our everydayers, I want to say thank you. Tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the best draft content out there. Listen, man, I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on X. At the talent code, that right there. That is my co host, man, Damian Parson. Man, DP underscore NFL is where you can find him on X. And like we always like to say, man, y'all come talk to us because we like to talk back.
0: Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcast to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Locked on Info Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. Listen, guys, we have so much more coming up. All right, so much more coming up this week. So we're getting more and more into the Senior Bowl. And then, Keith, you know, in a couple days, we're going to have your quarterback rankings, and we're going to get into that and everything as well. So, guys, stay tuned and come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.